this is Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Thank you for joining us. Summer is coming. Summer is coming. I don't know where you live, but it's coming sooner than later. We live in the hot southwest, and it's coming sooner than later, but it's going to come. The children are going to be off school. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're going to be scratching your head what to do with them all day. If you're a working mom, you're going to be trooting them around from camp to camp and daycare to daycare to make up the hours and probably working a few less hours. But this is the time when we start opening windows and thinking about the outdoors coming indoors. And it's a time of thinking about a little organization and a little cleanup. So we've been talking about that the last few weeks. And the rest of the month, I'm going to be talking in and out, not only about how to organize, but some principles about why to organize. And I'm going to do every room in the house. So get ready. Get ready. I'm going to do every room in the house. This year we've been talking a little about do the next thing, and we've also been saying you have to get started to get finished. You have to get started to get finished. So I hope that my enthusiasm for this subject, which I have been enthusiastic about for most of my adult life, will rub off on you, and you will get started. Get started in the smallest way or in the largest way. Don't forget that I wrote the book, Secrets to Getting More Done in Less Time, and that book is available on our website. But more than that, there is a video, which you can also listen as an audio, and listen to a four-hour workshop that I have taught for decades, and we finally taped it and put it up, and you can buy it, buy it once, have it always, buy it once, have three girls over for tea, or if you drink wine, a sip of wine in the evening, and watch Secrets to Getting More Done. Watch the practical tools of organization and the tips. Sometimes when you see it, it's a lot easier to do when, than just hearing it. So there are some habits of highly organized people. And I just want to just run over this today as we begin. A couple of principal things. Organized people avoid the big black hole. You know, the open storage area that invites a mess. They, they, don't, they don't take a whole room and say, okay, put everything in there. They have spaces and places, and they fill them up with things that that's where they belong. Compartments containers. Organized people trick themselves with treats. It's not Halloween, but I can tell you that you should feel as free to treat yourself as you do your children or your students or an employee by saying, if you sell these many trips, then you'll get a trip yourself. What is it at intervals that would encourage you to keep going? Organized people say no to spillover. You know, too many stuffed animals to fit in the chest. Well, they don't, they don't, well, we'll leave two or three outside. No, that's all there are. We begin to get rid of some. Organized people keep the citrus reamer on the top shelf. Now, what is that? We're going to talk about kitchen. But the citrus reamer is something you don't use very often. So it's not the priority space in your cabinets. Organized people spend 30 seconds now to save hours later. Did you hear me? 30 seconds now. How many times I have heard myself do it now? It'll be worse later. 
Do it now. Put your purse where it belongs. File the receipt in the envelope instead of making a pile of them that you're going to sort through for taxes. Do it now, not later. It does get worse later. Organized people move their cast off to the car. <laughs> this is truly the greatest idea. I think it's a little harder when we have these SUV kind of cars because well, sometimes that's used for kids to tote around. Sometimes the seat is down and there's storage. But if you've a trunk in your car, make it a habit of this, is, this shirt is gone. This pillow is gone. We're done with this. Take it out and put it in the trunk. And then when that trunk gets part full, stop in dump it at some place. We'll be glad to have your cast-offs. Organized people have twice as many hooks and nothing on the floor. Did you hear that, nothing on the floor? I am, I, I do have to tell you that I can barely remember now because with my age, it's been 40 years ago that I finally got organized. But I can remember when my husband and I were married, his dear mother said to me, I'm sorry about David's pants on the floor. And I, I just looked at her and I thought, I have no idea, but we were married. He had left home, had a career. He had his own place. She, of course, never lived with him in those years. She thought he was still taking off his trousers and dropping them on the floor. Well, of course he wasn't. They were his suit clothes. He had to get them clean. He was too cheap to do that. But I thought, okay. He was a good indicator of what I was facing uh, in the future. He had a penchant for leaving things on the floor. Purses. Uh, books, we just toss it off. It feels like the floor is a good place. And then what we do is stuff it under the bed. Talk about do it now instead of later. Organized people adjust their shelves. This is a simple game changer. The shelf height so the space fits your knees is essential. Take all the books off the shelf and lower it or raise it and make it work. It'll only take five minutes and it will save you so much time. Organized people think in zones. By that, they think in the pantry. The, the, the things are organized. The breakfast foods are together. The jams are together. The refrigerator does the same thing. They think in categories, in zones, so to speak. We're going to talk about kitchen, and I'll be very specific about refrigerator and freezer. And lastly, organized people never miss something they toss. When my husband and I rebuilt our home on the same property that we had lived on at that time for about 25 years. We literally packed everything we owned because we did not have time to sort it and organize it as we were leaving. And when the new house was built, I had them deliver every box to our new patio. We arrived in the early part of the year in Arizona. That meant for eight hours a day, it was lovely to be outside. And I told David I was not bringing one thing into the house that I didn't need. Now, we hadn't seen it in 18 months. Wow. That was a truth finder for me. I didn't miss it. I pulled out those things out of those boxes and said, Oh, I forgot about this. And as soon as I said that, it went right in the giveaway, giveaway, or garage sale. So being clean, being organized, getting ready for all the things that your life already holds, these organized steps. Now, the two more things I want to say to you, and that is to have a clean home, you need the key word to organization, and that's preparation. That's preparation. 
Be prepared. Be prepared. Are you getting up in the morning? Be prepared. Are you going to bed at night? Be prepared. Are you cooking meals? Be prepared. Are your children going to do homework? Be prepared. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means they have a place to do homework. That means when the homework is done, they know, because you're helping them learn to be prepared, to put all their things back in their backpacks and put their backpacks in a place they won't forget them in the morning. Be prepared. Do you make lunches? Then get the lunch bags or the lunch containers. Lunch containers, haven't they just migrated to be the most darling things with little ice packs in them? My grandchildren, they come out to the car when I take them to school. They have all sorts of gadgets. Be prepared. Are you making lunch? Get ready for it. Maintenance. The second thing is maintenance. I recently went to an event and I, I, someone came up to me and said the most kind thing. It, I don't think anyone's ever said this to me in my whole life. People say, hey, you look good. You know, I, I think what they mean now is, for women of your age, you look okay. You know, But this woman came up to me and she said, wow, you are so fit. Fit. Think about that. Whatever she observed in my body, my shoe style, whatever, she thought I looked fit. And I thought, being fit is taking care of your body. Being fit is taking care of your home. Being fit is taking care of your cars. That's what maintenance is. We don't like the word maintenance. When they say maintenance, we go, oh, no. Or they say the messy middle, middle, which is often maintenance. We go, oh, no, we don't want to do that. And, And lastly, just remember that God created an orderly place. If you're overly orderly, Give yourself the same grace that God gives. If you're under orderly, then this is the time to very clearly pause long enough and get ready for a little more order. I think those organizing tips will help you get rid of things and help you um, be courageous enough to begin getting fit in all areas. So I want to talk about the laundry room this morning, a place we use a lot The laundry room. What's in the laundry room? Well, first, I think the laundry room is a very important place to help children learn to take care of their own clothes. I'm frankly appalled at how often I hear a mom say, well, they don't hang it up, they just put it in the laundry basket. Well, that is not good use. That's not good stewardship of the product. But it's a lot easier, isn't it? Especially if that child knows mom's going to take the laundry to the laundry room. Mom's going to wash it and dry it and fold it and bring it back to him or hang it and bring it back to him or her. So this is an area that children can begin doing as early as two because by two they know their colors. So make a game of it. Get a laundry bag and tell the children to gather the laundry from their siblings' rooms or from your room and get all of it into the laundry bin and then play sort the laundry. Now, mamas, this is a game to begin with. It's training secondarily, and it will help them to be able to do it right. How do we sort the laundry? We throw everything on the floor, and we start with dark and light. What is dark? What are dark clothes? Blue jeans, socks, navy shirts. Dark. Children know dark. Light. What is light? Well, now light can be subset. Light can be white, 
depending on how you do your laundry, or light cover, colored, as in yellow, pale blue, things like that. So let the children sort the laundry and help them to understand that all they then need to do watching mommy is put it into the washing machine and start it. By the time they are four or five years old, doing the laundry themselves is a very easy process. Make a game to start with. Make a game to start with. I have one of these USA Today snapshot facts. The cost of clothing ruined last year by laundry room mistakes was $2 billion. You've done it. I've done it. The, the red handkerchiefs get caught in the white load, and now everything's pink. Be careful about that, but also have in your laundry room things that will help you keep your products clean and organized. You need soap, of course. If you use still bleach, whatever kind of organic bleach you use or whitener you use, have it in there. If you don't have a lot of space, get a couple of turntables. Don't buy the largest box of Tide because it's the cheapest if you don't have space in your laundry room to store it, okay? I have something that I love, and I, I'm going to end the laundry room by, by saying this, but it's a very small, oh, not more than about seven inches in circumference. Inside is a very tiny clothesline. So you hang the cup up. It's, it's a, a disc, kind of a disc, an inch deep disc. You pull out the clothesline that reaches a hook. It's only about 12 feet long. And I have it behind the door in my laundry room. I don't like to dry my lingerie. So when I do the laundry, I do that load with other things. And then I hang them on this little line overnight, hidden behind. They're done. My husband doesn't have to deal with my panties hanging on the bathtub, okay? Bags to sort, places for laundry, products that you need and use the laundry room. Okay, now let's one more room today before we quit, and that's the bathroom. So some of you are blessed to have more than one bathroom. Bravo, isn't that nice? We live in a very upper economic area, and I hear young women say, well, they have to have their own bathroom, and I just pause in my heart because I think of all the encounters that I had with my brother that I watch my two grandchildren have in sharing a bathroom. One boy, one girl. They're whining and complaining and yelling at each other. My friend who had two daughters, and they had enough bathrooms for everyone to have one, but she insisted that the third bathroom was the guest bathroom and no child could use it. So her two daughters used the bathroom. And we were friends while they were growing up, and I mean it was a cat fight in there sometimes. I'd be at their house early in the morning, and the two of them be getting dressed, and they were fighting over a scrunchie, and who used, did you use my toothpaste? Mom! And they'd yell out. But, but the bathroom has a, some specific things it needs to have done in it, okay? We know what they are. So make sure there's shampoo and soap. I do love the bottles, the dispenser bottles. They Soap bars still make a mess wherever they are. Dispenser bottles are great. Have a bath mat so when they step out onto the floor, and especially if you have guests and visitors who are aging of any age, make sure there's something they don't slip on, okay? Towels, face cloths, soap, 
toothpaste. If you use electric toothbrushes, make sure they're all able to be set back onto their bases and, and charge. A toilet bowl brush and a plunger. Have them in the bathroom. And lastly, train your children to wipe out the sink. Train your husband to wipe out the sink. How can I train my husband? Well, come back tomorrow or the next day because we're going to talk about how to clean up his act. You'll be interested in the tips and things I have to offer you to get your husband involved in this cleanup process. But train your children if it's nothing more than a handy wipe that they regularly stuff back under the sink. They wipe out themselves. Have you been like me in a restaurant bathroom or an airport bathroom and, and you have a purse? Do you put it on the floor or do you put it on the mess that someone's left? Years ago, I, I, I would just clean up my space like one or two sinks because I needed to have a place to put my stuff. And women would say to me, what are you doing? And I'd say, I'm just cleaning up behind someone. I still do it just because I think it's a nice thing to do. My producer is nodding at me and saying, yes, she does it too. Teach your children to do it, especially if you have sons. What a generous husbandly act that will be for his future wife. Remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. I have to get started so you can finish. Make today a finishing day. 